What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Sorry for that little little thing right there, but we're here and we're live and we're going to keep it moving. Uh, let me know, chat, if you can hear me and see me good. And um, we'll keep it moving. The show must go on. Do me a favor. While we're checking that, hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's, 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 people's about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Make sure you do that. And do it now. Topics to be covered. Yesterday, what did we talk about? We talked about God cares about your honesty and not your sin. Man, we got deep. We got deep into it, and we just talked about being honest with yourself and really getting into those crevices within and not hiding from anything, not denying anything, being truthful and being real about what's going on within so you can be free. So you can be free. So we got into that and we got into the details of that. And if you want to catch that at, you can podcast it audio only if you like by going to, um, you know, the podcasting services. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those other things, right? Or you can go to the YouTube channel, episode 51, okay? Today's topic, we're getting into the problem with the Christian church. The problem with the Christian church, because there's a lot be going on in the world, right? And Christianity has a major influence over the world today. And mainly because, by default, Christianity is the what would you call it, the number one religion of the United States. And when I say that, I don't mean the number one most rising, because I don't think it's Christianity. I think it's uh, Muslim. Or what's the Muslim religion called? Islam. Islam. I think that's the number one rising. But the founding principles of America come from Christianity. So, um, but it's a mess right now. So I definitely want to talk about some of the things that I see are the problem in Christianity and the reason why, um, unfortunately, it has led us to where we are today. So um, we're going to get into that. If you would like to call in, you can call in. It is a talk show, 888-775-3773, and we could talk about the topics at hand or anything. We can get into it. If you can't call in because you're driving, you ain't got no arms, you blah, blah, blah. You can't send a super chat, but then I was thinking, if you, don't got no, <laughs> if you don't got no arms, I guess you can't super chat either. But um, if you can't call in, but you have a question or comment, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash TV and um, donate a donut, a donation in the form of a donut, right? Um, or you can go to super chat here on YouTube directly and um, support the show. I appreciate it. I will read those Super Chats live on air and uh, we'll have some fun. So thank you guys for the past Super Chats and um, you can go there if you'd like to do that as well. Um, I think that's it for announcements. Let's get right into the topic. I, I'm really just trying to make sure that we're not buffering. I think we're good though. The founding principle of Christianity came from, Frederick says, the founding principles of Christianity came from Matt. 
What does that mean? It might be going over my head what you're trying to say, but what's Matt? Anybody out there tell me what Matt is? Or Frederick, call in and explain what Matt is. I don't know what you're talking about, man. But anyway, when he calls in, we'll get into that. But um, in the world in general and how people are leaving Christianity, um, people are leaving Christianity because it's not serving them. They don't want anything to do with it. And Christianity also has a, a weird taste in people's mouth. Right. Um, Matthew sends a super chat and says, please don't take a call from Frederick today. <laughs> I don't know, Frederick. He sent the super chat and um, he sent the super chat. So if he sends a super chat, I don't know if I could take you. Send You can send me a super chat and double it and then I'll take you. Go on once. <laughs> I'm just playing. But anyway, yeah, Christianity is not in a good condition. And um, it's just very off-putting now, just the, not Christianity itself, but what the um, mainstream idea of, the commercial idea of Christianity has become. What most of the world knows about Christianity is off-putting. And nobody wants to become a Christian because... um, it doesn't bring this 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 hijack Christianity. This is what we're gonna call it today, or marshmallow. But this hijack Christianity it doesn't bring life or peace or love. It just brings rules and judgment and criticism, right? And nobody wants to live like that. It's very negative. And I want to get into some things of why that happened and how that happened and how it relates to us and how we may have been playing a part in it. I know I have. I've played a part in it. So when we get into the topic, always keep the eyes on self, right? Instead of like thinking of a a Christian that <laughs> you don't think is um, the ideal Christian. Look in the mirror. So, I think the reason I think at the beginning to where things started falling apart is that um, even from the beginning of time, like nothing's new underneath the sun. Right. So Christianity has been hijacked then years and years ago. Then it then it returned to a genuine form. Then it was hijacked, returned. High, things keep just circling around the world. That's just how life goes. Right. But I think the reason why. Um, Christianity becomes hijacked is because it starts to become about righteousness over realness. You know what I mean? Like it starts to become about trying to be righteous instead of just being a real person. Right. And I think how that started was because this is how it started for me is, um, there is a genuine pursuit after wanting a, a good life, after wanting to like put away all your sins and you're just tired of the, the mess of life, right? And you call out to God and you cry out to God. I think that people who feel that that's a genuine thing that they're, they're going through. So when that happens, they end up 
going to church or they end up talking to somebody who's uh, a Christian or whatever, right? And then they get, like, a taste of, like, God's revelation, God's favor, and all these things. And now they want more of it. And then they end up going to church. And not all churches, but when they go to church, um, it's very emotional. The worship music got you feeling a certain way and all these things, right? And what happens is now you're excited that, um, you know, you're, you're feeling better. You feel this weight off your shoulders and you're going in the right d- direction. You start feeling good, but you're still battling with the emotions. So what happens is, is now um, you're addicted. You become addicted to um, the, the high of just like finally on this better path. And it's okay for a little while, right? Like it's okay, like, you know, things are changing. You're trying to make sense of things. But after a while, we start to, and, and I guess this is a natural process as you're, as you're learning, right? But after a while, you start to become desperate, right? And this may not be for everybody, but you start to become desperate. You hear the word of God. It actually moves within you. You feel the spirit doing something, and you feel good about it. And now you want that. You want that over everything, right? So now you're like, okay, well, let me get to church. Let me read the Bible. Let me do A, B, and C. Let me stop smoking. Let me stop drinking. Let me stop doing all the things. There's like this desperate thing, right? But the where the problem comes in at that point is that we think that to become saved is based off of the more that we do, right? The more that we do, whether it be the, the, the amount of days we go to church, the amount of scriptures we read, the more that we do, it's going to make the change. So we end up um, getting really caught up into it, right? Feeling good, preaching, and all these things. But unfortunately, you go to the church today, and they, they push you more and more into that direction, right? They're telling you that um, it's a good thing to um, have these feelings about be on fire for God. It's a good thing to be passionate about God, right? Feeding into this, 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 this desperateness. I don't even know if that's the word. But feeding into it, and it's adding to the, um, the emotion about God, Right? And as we all know, when emotion evolved, it's not about God. It's about you. It's about self. Right? Frederick with the donation comes back. And he said he ain't playing. He is not playing. Thank you, Frederick, for the for the donation. Frederick, you can call in twice, man. <laughs> Frederick said, look, don't play with me. I know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Frederick. I appreciate it. Um, and CSAL says, anyone except Fred, Joel, please, and thank you. So Fred can't call in now? Fred, look, if you want to one-up CSAL, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> anyway, let me get back to, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the super chat so far as well. Thank you guys. Um, so the point is, is that <clears throat> the excitement takes over, right? 
But then uh, I always hear this, and, and this thing is like the biggest turnoff, and I did it, right? But it's the biggest turnoff now that I'm realizing that we shouldn't do this, is that the pastors, the church, the, the bishop, the reverend, the pope, everybody's telling you to do one thing, and you'll know God better. What is that? To study the Bible. There's not, there's not one worse thing you could ever do than to study the Bible. And that's pushed so much. And this is the reason why people don't want to be a part of Christianity, because the very idea of studying the Bible leaves you, it ends up leaving you with no choice but to impose it on other people. Because now you start to become this, like, crazy thing, right? This, like, all-knowing, you think you're all-knowing, right? All-knowing, um, educated, that's really what it is, educated person about the Bible. Not wisdom, not understanding, not truth, but just an educated person. And from my experience, I want to give you guys a quick example Um and you guys can call in if you want. There's, the lines are open, 888-775-3773. We can get into it um, and all that good stuff. But um, from my experience, this is just what I, what I realized is that this is the reason why people study, right? So like I said, people become desperate, right? They just want God, you know, in their life. And that's nothing wrong with that. That happens. I think that's part of the natural process. You just, you're excited about what you're learning, and you're just ready to get free, right? That happens, but then the 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 um, the the um, what do you call it? I'm distracted by the super chats. Um, let me see. So, you do not study. I lost my train of thought, but I'm coming back to it. You do not study. Let me move this away because you guys are. Thank you guys for the super chat. You guys are just sending them in, and I appreciate it. Uh, and it's like different colors, so it's like popping out to my eyes. So it's making me lose train of thought. Sorry, I'm professional. Um, but, yeah, the excitement is okay. The excitement is, is, is like a, a natural thing. But out of that desperate place, now you, you lean on just trying to feel better. You just want to feel better about, you know, growing and learning and understanding God. But it starts to be less about overcoming and more about just feeling better, right, from all the things you've been through. And then you go to the church and they tell you to study. But this is where studying is wrong. This is why studying is wrong, in my opinion. Because the only reason why anybody studies for a test, the Bible, anything, people study to remember right and they're studying to remember because just like when you take a test when that that question comes up in the test that you study for your memory just goes this is the answer it's not that you understood it it's that you remembered the answer and what happens that as like people uh, as what we do as people as, as human beings with this ego nature right these emotions is that we study the Bible so then now that now our memory is filled up with all the scriptures that we need because we think that when we walk out in the world and we're faced with challenges, 
All we got to do is go into that vault, grab that scripture that makes sense for the moment, and swing it with the sword, right? So, for example, I'm walking down the street, and I just had this fear about something. And the fear is taking over my whole body. If I study the scripture, I'll have this certain scripture in my mind, and I'll use that scripture to fight against, to fight off this fear, right? And people will live their lives, and it'll, it'll, it'll help for a second, right? It might help for a second, and people will live their lives like this. But here's the thing, here's the difference, is that when you observe life, you observe the Word of God, and, and um, you actually witness to certain experiences that help you understand and overcome, and there's wisdom in it, when you understand this, this is when you overcome the fear, right? You no longer have to grab a scripture and use it as protection against a fear when you study. But when you truly understand, you overcome the fear. The fear leaves, which is that spirit, right? The evil spirit. The more you understand, the more God renews your mind with wisdom and proper understanding the more that that evil nature, that spirit that lives within flees from you because it can't it can't attack you because everything is thrown at you is not sticking. It's not working. Right. Because your mind is renewed. You understand that fear is not real. You understand these things and you overcome it because you understand the word. Not because you studied it. I don't know if I'm making sense, but. Um, that's how it work. And God intended us. God is in, God is in an all knowing and understanding come from the understanding, um, approach, not memory, actually zero memory, right? None of that from an understanding approach, because also remembering scripture and remembering things takes the faith out of things, the trusting, the process, living life, going through things, right? It takes the faith out because the enemy has you thinking that the scripture will help you get through life by being able to stand on it or use it when you need to, or always have protection with you. But that's a false version of protection. You want understanding, but you also want to know God is with you. So you never have to think if he is or think about the next situation or think about your life or think on how you need to be saved or none of that. So studying, in my opinion, is a, the biggest mistake you can do because you don't want to remember, remember anything. But um, I have to say this, too, and then I'm going to get to some calls really quick so, I, so my point is clear, so it's not taken out of context. Is I was talking with Nick out there, and Nick was explaining how um, he um, can just remember things. I hope I can share that. I can share that, Nick. Can I share this story or no? Okay. That um, he has a he has a certain ability to just remember things. So when he was younger, he was able to just to pick up like certain things quick. 
Like when this teacher would teach it, he was able to pick it up quick. It didn't take him a lot of study. He just kind of knew it. And because of that, um, I guess the teachers are, are uh, the teachers told him that he should be in a, a smarter school or a higher IQ school because it just came naturally to him. And he was telling me out there is because he just had this understanding that uh, this, um, how would you call it? I guess this understanding of certain things, but he had a great memory. And he put it in the best way that it's not that memory is bad. It's just a tool. So I said to say it's not bad to remember things, right? It's not bad to have a, a, a good memory and to use it as a tool. It could be useful, but only when it's used as a tool, not to rely on. So uh, obviously we have memory. Obviously we have these certain things that um, are useful to us. But studying to remember is not uh, ideal. We don't want to. God, God even said, it even said, uh, I think maybe Jesus, I think Jesus said in himself, and, and you know the little red words in the Bible, how he said like um, God will send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance. So you don't got to remember it here because it's in here already. And when you need it, it'll be there. And I was always the dummy in, kid, in school. I was dumb. Matter of fact, I don't know how I graduated, and they were wondering how I was going to graduate. And I, they actually wanted to hold me back because memory was, did not, I didn't have it. I didn't have that, that, that skill set that, that, um, that Nick had. I was the exact opposite. So there was no college in my future. I was that I graduated. My mom had no hopes. <laughs> that was a wrap. But anyway, the point is just to live and learn. I'm going to end the message here and I'm going to take some calls. The point is just to like live life. Put the Bible down. Put the stuff down. And it's okay to pick it up every once in a while if you want to. But the point is just to understand life, experience life, go through things. Take the judgment away. Right? Because Christianity is not bad because of, the, uh, because of Christianity. It's bad. And it's not even really bad because of the people. What happened is, is that Satan knew the hearts of, of men. He knows the emotions of men. And he hijacked it by making um, the Bible, which explains right and wrong, but he made people have a judgment about it, right? Have feelings about it. So if the Bible says this is a sin and people commit that sin, instead of just seeing that that's the case, people feel bad now. They feel something about it. They condemn themselves. Now they're depressed. Like Satan hijacked it with emotions and feelings and judgment. And that's where it became hijacked. We're supposed to look at it objectively and see it, which is not easy to do, right? And not judge ourselves based off of it, but just use it as parameters to know when you're walking with God and when you're not. But not guilt, shame, condemnation, all these things that make you feel bad or negative is Satan 
adding the other stuff to it, the evil nature within reacting from the ego. So nothing wrong with the Bible, but we have to learn to be disattached from it and just live life, make mistakes, be wrong, learn from being wrong, and just watch it. Because you can't learn if you're not okay with being wrong. And I'm still learning that myself, but you got to be okay with, give yourself the space to make mistakes and to learn from them and not judge yourself. But anyway, I got to get to some super chats real quick and then I, I, I'll get to um, some calls. Um, let me see here. So, let me see. Matthew said, don't take Frederick call. And Frederick uh, was like, I'm not playing. And he donated back. And then um, Nugget Man says uh, with a donation. Thank you, Matthew. I appreciate it. Nugget Man with the donation says, we definitely don't need Frederick's mess. And he donated. But Frederick still wasn't playing. Um, I don't know if he donated again. But I'm seeing... Either way, he still wasn't playing with y'all. He, he he trying to. Oh, I think he only did it once, but it's all good. Thank you, Frederick, and thank you, Nugget Man. I'm just messing around. Lord Bibby with the donation. No Fred Wednesdays. Could I get an amen? What? <laughs> Why are you guys hating on Frederick? <laughs> Frederick, dude, um, he be calling in and he be fighting, but I, I still enjoy the conversation. C Sal says. Anyone except Fred. Joel, please and thank you. Man. Hold on, I'm trying to do this. Um, and then Matthew. Matthew. Oh, Matthew comes back after Frederick with a donation and ups Frederick's donation and says, Joel, don't do it. Hey, Fred. Matthew outdid it so i gotta go with matthew on this one i gotta go with matthew um csal goes what's a dollar amount to have a a fred free show <laughs> why are you guys doing that why are you guys doing oh wait some more people came in hold on let's see appreciate the donation guys i um, I'm trying to just read them all. Frederick comes back with a, no, Steve comes with a, uh, donation. It says, Joel Friday donation, uh, thon happening now. I don't know what that means, but he came with a generous donation. I, I appreciate that, Steve. Steve might be on the line here. I'm going to get to Steve, but thank you, Steve. But Frederick said, look. You guys talking all this mess, and I ain't playing with you. I'm going to hit you with this. Bow. And he sent a generous donation. Thank you, uh, uh, Frederick. I appreciate it. I'm taking Frederick call. I don't care what you guys say. Frederick call getting taken. So unless, uh, let me see. I don't know what Thon means, though. <laughs> The maybe it's an acronym. I don't know. 
But man, I appreciate you guys for having a donation war in my um in my chat. I ain't mad about it. I appreciate it. But right now, Frederick's in the lead. Frederick's getting in right away. As a matter of fact, Frederick calling the lines. He getting taken first. <laughs> um, let me see. Toyota Thon, Telethon, pay to play. I'm not even, he said I'm not even calling today. <laughs> anyway, let me go to the call. Steve out of New Jersey. Steve, welcome to the show. You're on air. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Steve, is that you? Are you Steve? I won't say your last your last name. You can say, you can say it, but yeah, that's me, yeah. Uh, okay, right on. Appreciate the donation, man. Yeah, with the sign, it's like, you know, when um, when the TV shows would have, like, those telethons and, like, ask for donations? That's what it kind of was seeming like with the chat. So I was like, come on, let's up the, chat, let's up the super chats for Joel. Right on. I appreciate it. <laughs> nice. Right on. Go ahead, man. What'd you have to say? So considering what I've seen in myself over the many years of, you know, like trying to overcome and grow and all this, and I'm sure you might have seen it yourself, why do you think that the pastors, priests, or anybody that's really like in a quote-unquote spiritual position, why do you think they resort to just say study and not actually give practical wisdom or advice or help guide people? Are you asking me, or are you? What are you saying? Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm saying like, why, why, why do you think that they? Because they, I'm still trying to figure this out okay. myself. Say it one more time. Sorry, I was check, I was distracted by the the the, uh, the comments here. But go ahead. Yeah. No. So, because because I go to these because I've gone to different churches over the yeah. years, and it's always the focusing on why you should be born again, why you should over not even overcome. I don't hear that. But then it's always the only advice they give is go back to the Bible, get in the Word, grow with God and and, the, and that stuff. Why why do you think that they don't actually get away from trying to talk just about studying and do kind of like what Jesse and you guys are doing and actually guide and point people like in that fellowship perspective? Cause that's a good question. I think that honestly people don't really know. You know what I mean? I don't think they really even understand and know and they praise the Bible so much. They praise it and they, they, they make the Bible itself so important that they think that if people just, if they just point people to the Bible, they're going to automatically be saved. Even though it hasn't worked for them, they think that it has worked for them, right? Like when I was studying, I was thinking that this is the answer, this is the answer, but it wasn't. But I think that they think that that's God and they, or they relate that to God and um, they just point people to the Bible and not actually giving true understanding or examples or whatever the case is. Cause I don't think they have any, to be honest. What do you think? I think that they actually don't, they're not connected to themselves, that they're just kind of separated in their mind. Cause right. have, have you noticed that when you've grown and you've been, cause I hear it on your show. So I think I might kind of already know the answer, but you think you've grown more in the patient to sit there and listen to somebody, even if they're going wild. Um, and they're kind of all over the place. Like you're growing in the ability to just sit there and help work, help them work through that. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I don't see that with a lot of these, like I said, these, I guess leaders, I could call them priests, pastors, whatever, because I've gone, like I said, I've gone to a lot of churches and afterwards, the number one thing I always noticed, and this is what turned me away from the church in the first place. I'd start asking questions and it's like, they were so exhausted and tired from preaching and speaking yeah. and getting all, 
performative that they didn't have anything left over to just sit there and listen to me because I was like struggling at that point. I didn't know what else to do. And I figured they would help. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And to put it actually simply, because I think you put it simply than what I said, I said a lot, but you said they're disconnected and I agree. There is that disconnect has them doing all these things and praising all the wrong things because they don't really know what's real for themselves. So like, and they just don't have the answer to give. That's the crazy thing. And that's why sometimes, like you said, you ask the, the pastor the question, but they don't really want to get into it. And it's like, okay, well, what's what's the job here? What, what What's going on here? So there is a disconnect for sure. Um, and the intellect feels like it's important and it knows something and it's holy and God is with them, but they don't actually have it within the spirit. Right. So do you, do you think that people are that like the people that go to church, they're more involved with the battle of good versus evil, you know, like we got to call out the gays and the trannies and all the people they're, they're more involved in that battle. And yeah. I think that that's the intellect telling you that, you know, that's the whole point of Christianity yeah. when I don't think that's really the point. It's not the full point, but it's not like priority number one. Right. And the only reason why they're doing that, it, here's the crazy thing, Steve, is that if they truly had it, if it was truly within them, there would be no desire to go out and wage a war. You know what I mean? There would no no desire to go out and like try to save the gays or save this thing because that's not the agenda of God, the true spirit, right? God and true spirit is of example and of the right moment, of like a natural way of going about things. But the only reason why they do that, in my opinion, is because there's this ego high of wanting to uh, do what you think God would want you to do and and um, make sure that the world is a better place. But all that is coming from ego just to make yourself feel better. So I agree 100%. Yeah. Can I rock a quick story real quick? Yeah, go ahead, man. Because this, this literally happened last night, and I want to see what you think about it. My neighbor, a couple of years ago, because I was on that high, like I'll be straight up, um, you know, she put up a flag that I didn't like, and I said something passive aggressively, not to, like not fully directed at her. It was towards somebody else. It was just a mess the way I how I said it. Yeah. And for years, like, you know, she avoided me. I didn't really avoid her. I just we never crossed paths, even though we lived next to each other. Yeah. But last night, something blew down. And other neighbors had to, you know, call all of us out because, you know, we had to fix something that fell over. And she came out and like I was like I was watching myself that whole moment. It was like time slowed down. I'm like, oh, snap, I got to pay attention right now. Yeah. And then, you know, when I looked at her, I was just like, hey, real quick, mind you, it's raining, pouring. I'm in my shorts and a T-shirt. And I was like, hey, look, I just want to tell you real quick. I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you, you know, for, for what I said to you. I may not agree with it, but that's another, you know, it's another time for another conversation. Yeah. And when, like when I went back inside and I sat down, I'm like, dude, I've been on a high for years, you yeah. know, trying to like battle and do all this stuff. And I think that's why I'm like, I'm in that same boat as everybody else, but I just kind of flipped the script, said, stop fighting, focus on me. And that's love is to just be like, all right, you, so what you're gay, cool, whatever. Exactly. But, there's so much other evil that we could focus on, but yeah, you got to keep your eye on yourself. You know what I mean? Man, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You said it exactly true. And that's what happened for me as well. I had to realize that like, for one, for me, I never wanted to actually speak up and say certain things to people. I didn't want that confrontation, but Satan in my, in my ear was like, 
you're not a good Christian if you don't do it. So I just had it on another end. But yeah. I would do it. I would do You said what? I'm just laughing because I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And I would just do it for the sake of that. But I, I hated doing it, to be honest. I did not even want to do it, but I felt like I had to do it. But when I realized that and I stopped doing it, and I started focusing on myself is when wisdom really started coming to me. And I'm not even lying, is that I started to really understand things. And the reason why I started to understand, because I was understanding myself more and more. And Jesse actually had said this uh, uh, one time, and I think that's it stuck with me, is that he said that um, when you focus on yourself and you understand yourself, you're able to understand the world. And that's how my life has been unfolding, is the more I understand about myself, the more I'm able to relate to people and understand that, wait, I understand why they may do that extreme, but I may do it too, maybe not as extreme, but I know that spirit that it's coming from. I know that intent that it's coming from. And I had that too. So it's like you start to understand why things are happening. And that's the best thing to do is just get to know yourself 100%. I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks for the story. No, man, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, as always. No problem. Thank you, man. He's 100% right. Getting to know yourself. That's a whole nother, That's a whole show. That's a whole show. Focusing on yourself, getting to know yourself, and how that'll teach you about the world is probably the, the most insightful thing I ever learned about in my entire life. Because you almost, you almost understand a person's every move based off of it. You can predict somebody's behavior because you know yourself. You just know yourself. You just know yourself. And when you know yourself and you know your ego, which is the nature of, it's not yours, right? But you know the ego, which is the nature of evil. You know human nature. You can predict its behavior. That's why I was able to riz up the girls. I was a rizzler. <laughs> because I, I knew their behavior. I could predict their behavior, and I knew how to respond to it. Right? I understood the human behavior when it comes to that type of thing. I knew it, so I knew how to work it. I knew how to control it. I knew how to do what I needed to do to get the job, to get to win the prize. But you want to be able to do that and know yourself and understand these things and use it properly, right? You don't want to exploit it. But you can predict. It's just, it's crazy. And I'm learning. I'm learning more and more, but focus on yourself. That's, if I say nothing today, Stop studying and just live life and learn through your experience, your experiences and keep your eyes on yourself the whole time. And you will become the Bible because we are the Bible. You will become the Bible. The Bible will start coming out of your mouth with your words and your personality, not Paul's words, not Jesus's words. Not knowing none of the pro, uh, the prophets and the disciples' words from the Bible, your words, because you're the prophet, you're the disciple. So, how about that?
Before I take some calls, let me get back to some more super chats. Right on, y'all. Um, after CSAL uh, said, what's the dollar amount for Fred's free show? Fred came back again. Fred's on a roll right now. I might have to take Fred's call all week. As a matter of fact, Fred keep playing. I'm going to only take Fred's call, and that's it. Nobody else. Nobody else about to be able to call in. <laughs> right on, Frederick. I appreciate it. A true... Um, I don't even know what he's saying, though. A true Buck Fitty. Oh, a true Buck Fitty on the uh, snake chat pit. Right on, Frederick. I don't know if I was supposed to read it like that, but I appreciate that. You the man. Uh, and he puts, like, a, a laughing emoji and all those things. Jessica says, Joel, so thankful um, you are having more shows. I appreciate your honesty and wise words. It has gotten me to reflect on um, my own life. Right on, Jessica. Thank God. Praise God. Praise God. And I, I think I heard somebody say the other day, too, I'm learning as, as I'm, things, I'm saying things. It's for me as well. I'm learning as well, and I thank God for it. So, praises, the praises go, go up. Um, let me check the, buy me a coffee. Let me see, there's some donuts. We got a donut. We got a few donuts from, uh, from the Hake Report. Congratulations on four-day show schedule. Right on, Hake. Thank you, man. He sent two donuts. Thank you, Hake. I appreciate it. Right on. Um, amazing stuff. Let me get to a call really quick before we run out of time. Um, and then um, we'll go from there. So let's go to uh, Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink, out of California. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. What's going on, Joel, bud? How's it going, Mr. Pink? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I just wanted to uh, clarify from yesterday that I I know you ain't talking about chasing the ladies all the time. Oh, you said I was you chasing know? the lady. Why you say all that? <laughs> <laughs> you know as well. I'm not mean. I, ain't what I mean. It's uh, yeah. It's more like you know the the conversation about Riz and all that stuff. I totally uh. You know, I never was that guy. Even in oh. high school and growing up, I wasn't the guy that was trying to, you know put on and chase after the women or whatever, you know, trying to like, you know, be somebody for them or whatever. I, you know, I decided a long time ago, I was going to, I was going to let God kind of place the right woman in my life whenever the time was right, you know? Right on. And, uh, you know, just kind of resigned to that a long time ago, but you know, you know, I love you, bro. And, and, uh, I'm super glad that you got these shows. Uh, I really appreciate the, uh, the words about, you know, Christianity kind of going hard on this tradition and, you yeah. know, resorting on you know the bible and all that stuff for everything um yes sir you know get, getting into all that animomology as jesse would say it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous to a point but you know i can't say too much i actually just started bible college you know uh, so i'm I'm going to be studying the word but i think i'm it's more of a historically significant oh you know man. thing now nah, i'm playing <laughs> that I, that I, 
Yeah, but it's yeah. just like uh, that, that's what I want to do is I want, I want to study the Bible, and, you know, just as a historical document. And what? You know? and, and for what reason, if I may ask, if you don't mind? Well, you know, I, I just know that my life walk is not going to be just, you know, selling juice for the rest of my life. And uh, I've always had the gift of the spoken word. And if I can use that to convey the truth of the Bible to people yeah. that need to hear it, you know, and not then say- that's, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, fair enough. And not saying that the Bible college might not be helpful, but why? What made you think that you um, needed to do a uh, go to a Bible school or a Bible college? Well, it's not that I, I need to. It's it's yeah. the fact that I actually want to. I, okay. I want like I I just have for a long time. I did college a long time ago for acting and everything, and yeah. I uh, I kind of wanted to get back into a classroom type like type setting. I just I kind of like doing assignments. I kind of like you know, writing papers and, you know, I miss that kind of environment and I'm going to like approach that in a biblical sense now. So that's, that's really, it was just like a personal want and I've been like super going to Baptist church lately and I'm just feeling really involved and helping people. So. Well, fair enough, man. Yeah. Fair enough. If that's what you, that's what you want to do, then I I respect it. You know I mean? Do, do what you feel you want to do, but at least now you, at least now, just from watching the shows, cause I, I think I've seen you in the chat on Jesse's show and James' show and stuff like that. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, if, for sure. Yeah, if you're, you know enough to know to be aware and not to get too involved right. in things and not to get carried away. And that awareness is mm-hmm. what, obviously, um, as I'm sure you know, is the most important thing. So, you know. Yeah, it's all about being aware of self because yeah. once you do that, you're able to drop all that identity and all that ego. And uh, that's the number one thing that, yeah. that Christ was talking about, about being born again. is about shedding the ego of this world and just kind of being who you are, no matter what. Yes, sir. You know, I have a question. Corrupt uh, the truth. I have a Go question ahead, yeah. that for you. I just got a question that um, somebody is asking me here to ask you. What is the gift of the spoken word? Just uh, being able to say things well, you know? I mean, like you say, you would take a public speaking class or things like that. You know, I just I'm I'm able to read properly. I'm able to, you know, talk without, you know, with the clarity. You know, there's a lot of people in San Francisco, for instance, who, you know, here in the King James Bible, a lot of them, the people that go to my church, for instance, are like Filipino or, you know, Chinese or something. And, you know, they don't always hear the English like you know, the best. So the, the clearest you can convey it to them is, is important. You know, so and my pastor at, at church said he had mission, he missioned in Guam and, you know, having to be able to try to say King James English to those folks is kind of like speaking a whole different word version of English, you so know, King James English. What does that mean? Is that like the, the, the language of the Bible? Yeah. Well, if you, you know, you know, it's been updated to where, you know, there's versions that don't say, you know, thou art my son. It right. says, you know, you are my son and, okay. you know, things like that, you know. Yeah. So when you have to convey, like, old scripture and old ways of talking, like Shakespearean English to people, yeah. you know, it's important. Okay. Well, so, anyway. Yeah, I don't, if I could just say really quick, if you don't mind, um, if, yeah, I respect, it seems like, if you let me know if 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 I'm wrong here, but you're trying to, have a better skill set on how to um, verbalize the the message to people. That's that's correct. Okay. You know, and also have an understanding of the historical significance and okay. the truth of that. You know, just 
you know, just grounding in what that word actually said, you know, as opposed to, you know, you can, you can hear, hear of some things in the word and then yeah. kind of go from there. But, yeah. you know, really having a true understanding of like the historical significance of the things that happened there is, is important to me. Well, fair yeah. enough, man. If that's what you want to do, then, you know, I wish you well with that. I would just always just, just as an idea, um, to, always make sure that it's coming from your words and that it's coming from mm-hmm. your mouth. And I, I don't know how it works with the old Bible school and the King James thing and all that stuff. And that sometimes, cause we don't want to sound like the Bible and we don't want to uh, repeat right. the language of the Bible. But if you can learn about the history, if that's what you want to do and do all this stuff. And then, um, but at the same time, still have your own personality and speak it from your voice. Then, right. I, then, you know, that's what I think is most important. But Right on, man. I try to I go through the day to day and not sound just like Jesse when I when I when I try to convey what he's trying to say to people. You know? Right, and that's the idea. Hey, uh, you want to be just able to one more thing. Own. I think uh, I think uh, there's an article you should check out that's super funny that's going around, and it's about this teacher who banned a bunch of slang words from her kids from saying in uh, in high school. And it's like Riz and, you know, Bet and, and all this stuff. And it's like like a 42 list of slang words that this teacher said, y'all can't say that or you have to write a paper about it. It's the funniest article. <laughs> you said you sent it? Um, I can send it to Hake or something. But, yeah, it's easy to find if you just look up teacher band slang words. Teacher band slang <laughs> words. All right, we'll check it out, man. Right on, cool, Mr. Dude. Pink. I appreciate, appreciate I wish you, you well. Joe. I appreciate Yeah, oh. cr- congratulations on the shows, man. Thank you, man. Have a cool. good one. Later. All right. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's what he wants to do. I, I wish him well for it. And it may be helpful. I don't know nothing about Bible school or anything like that. Um, And, you know, he may learn some things. So more power to Mr. Pink for wanting to do what he feels like he wants to do. And then if it works for him, great. If it doesn't, then he learned that he didn't need it or whatever. So. More power to you, Mr. Pink. I wish you well, and I hope that, um, yeah, I wish you well. Um, I got to end. Um, and I appreciate, uh, the donations here, guys. Thank you for sending them in. Uh, Life Enjoyer with the donation says, uh, amen to becoming the Bible. I felt that. Right on, Life Enjoyer. That's the idea. Amazing stuff. Thank you, guys. I got to end the show. The American Anchor Baby is coming in right now. Follow me across all platforms, Joel Friday TV and the Gizzard Dance. I'll see you guys tomorrow for the last show of the week, and we'll be back the following Monday, but I'll see you guys tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. We'll get into some more stuff. You can call in as well. Rick, call me again tomorrow. Any other callers, call me again. I'll be here uh, tomorrow at the same time, 11 a.m. Pacific time. All right, you guys, until next time, peace out. Bye.